um, what your specialty is, your interests, and where do you reside. We want to get to know you too. <laughs> All right. So, um, Dr. Antoine Butler, I have um, uh, I'm a licensed mental health professional. I have a uh, doctorate in philosophy and a doctorate in um, oh, what's my other doctorate? In? I can't even remember. Oh, in uh, <laughs> biblical studies. And um, I work in the Shreveport area uh, with those who have severe mental illness, uh, depression, schizophrenia, uh, bipolar disorder in particular, um, young males uh, in the African-American community. So in general, that's what I do. In general? In general. In general. <laughs> a lot of other stuff. I pastor. Okay. I lead a men's group. Um, I'm the president of the uh, North uh, North Louisiana Social, Association of Black Social Workers as well. I do a host of other things, but in particular, my passion is working with those who have severe mental illness. Now, okay. Mark, he said in general, in but general. that didn't sound real <laughs> right. general to exactly. me. Exactly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that sounded a lot specific. Yes, yes, yeah. and he yeah. says it so casually. Oh, you yeah. know, definitely. Um, so. As we're talking about that, you know, and even sitting here <clears throat> listening to him give his intro, he's a, a appears young African American yes. male. Oh yes, um, that I can see already very in thought into the community beyond his profession. At, you know, being active in, you know, supporting mental health. Right. So, what are the misconceptions? when we're dealing or, or when we're seeing because we know the commercialized you know um they're depressed if they tell you or they look depressed so what are the what are the things that we're missing uh, well there's a quite a few misconceptions out out really concerning our community i think um probably one and, I, and i'll give you an example of that i was meeting with an a young man the other the other day, actually, it was yesterday. Yesterday, a Caucasian brother, and he said, um, he asked me a question. He said, um, "Do you think that we are like counterintuitive with using terms like cultural competence? Like, if I go into a, a black family's home, if I just assume that they're African American, does that mean that um, I now have to start having these prejudices mm -hmm. and pre uh, preconceived notions that they're going to be different than me?" And I told him that's exactly wrong. <laughs> Right. It is that responsibility that we have uh, as those in the helping profession to make sure that we are um, understanding that the African-American community does need to be safeguarded mentally and that you do need to be culturally responsive uh, to that community. So I think there's this assumption because African-Americans are so resilient. I mean, who do you know, 100 years after slavery can generate a renaissance? that okay. we don't hurt mm -hmm. so we came up with all these cultural nuances that aren't true like if it didn't right. kill me it made me better it's not that's true. correct mm -hmm. we are hurting so i know we've gotten over some of the the stigmas that we need mental health care and stuff like that but there are still african-americans who don't go get treatment mm -hmm. right and and we do have professionals i call it black fl black flight they get educated and they hide they leave their communities so these young kids these younger adults uh don't see a representation of those who need mental health care we have our own counselors, but we're too ashamed to say it out loud. Mm -hmm. And so pe people think that it's inappropriate. So I think that's probably the biggest, mis biggest misconception that we don't need help. Right. Mm -hmm. And we can see that a lot. You know, we see many people in our community who who are very prideful uh, on a bad point that says that, hey, I don't really need this help. And in actuality, it does because they don't actually see it as a problem. And so with you, Dr. Butler, and, and as well as you, Dr. Robeson, you know, what are those signs? So let's say, for instance, you have some family, you know, that's you, 
there's a possibility that it could be something going on with them. And, um, of course, you know, everybody is always the, the person who's actually going through is always the last one to admit, say, hey, I got a problem. Right. All right. So, but there are others that are around that person that see something that's different. Mm-hmm. And so because they see that different, I guess it's the signs that they need to be able to pick up on to say, hey, look, something's not right here, and that's when I can either do an intervention or I can maybe you know come to you and sit down, depending on how close. I mean, we hit a commercial. We hit a commercial here on, you know, on, on KTOY, you know, uh, use the app, uh, you know, while you're sitting there game. I mean, whatever it is that you do to communicate with a person to find out what their mental well-being is. But I guess a lot of people don't understand what is it that that you can see outside that the person you may have mm-hmm. some some concerns about that says, hey, maybe you need to get you some help. Either one. Either doctor. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I make it real simple. When stuff that used to work don't work anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like in our profession, we talk about coping skills. All that simply means is what I used to do to get over this pain, this hurt, this stress, this pressure, that no longer works for me anymore. Mm-hmm. So that means that something else has entered into your life that you no longer have the capability of overcoming. Mm-hmm. You probably need an outside intervention. Mm-hmm. So you, you need to go speak to somebody who specializes in checking out what that is. That doesn't always mean that that's going to be a licensed mental health professional. I know some pastors who are able to help you. Right. But, but who have instruments that can help look on the inside because we can't tell what's on the inside that's hurting that's correct we just feel it externally right Right? so people can give you questionnaires you can go into people's offices and they can ask you a few questions and what it does is give us a picture of what's happening on the inside but dr butler you know just as well as i do the the level a level of difficulty especially in the african-american community Mm -hmm. of getting us to -hmm. go ahead and say hey look um I need to speak to Dr. Butler, or let's, let's say, or Dr. Robinson, or let's just say I need to speak to a pastor about some issues that I have going on. Of course, we're extremely prideful. Mm-hmm. We don't think that we have issues. Mm-hmm. Okay, And so I guess the, the thing that I say, I mean, you know, we see people who wander the streets, unfortunately, yeah. and we say, you know, we, we know there's something wrong. Yeah. How, how do we go about because you know this is a community oriented program and so we see these people and I just it's it's a curious thing to know that within one's family group or if you see somebody you know or maybe a friend how do we go about saying hey guy look or uh, 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 hey girl you know hey I'm concerned about you mm-hmm. you know I, I see some stuff in you that I hadn't seen before I'm really concerned I mean you know let's talk about what can we do to help you because if I love you I love you you know what I mean? And so I want to give you all the help that I possibly can. So I guess, and, and I, and, but I, I know that this is an issue that people yeah, see. Sure. How do you mm-hmm. reach out without having to cause conflict? Because, mm-hmm. you know, that's the first thing. Oh, ain't nothing wrong with me. Yeah. There's something wrong with you. That's the first thing. So you want to you want to break that ice barrier down, but you want to try to get them some help. So as a as two pros that's here <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you go about doing that and not you know because you, you, the overall thing is to make sure that that person gets the help right okay but you, you want to try to do it in a manner which that says okay um it, hey it, i'm worried about you what can i do I mean, because these are questions that people ask, sure, you know, sure. and so we need to know. And I want to know, how, how do we go about doing it? Yo, as simple as that, a conversation. Okay. Conversation with the person. 
And when you have that conversation with them, listen to them. Mm-hmm. Now, you can identify, what all, tell them what all you're seeing, mm-hmm. but you also need to hear what they are saying, mm-hmm. what they're actually saying about what's going on with them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're not going to just open up right away. Sometimes you just have to keep talking to them. Mm-hmm. Keep encouraging them to talk about their feelings and their thoughts. Yeah, but and, and I'm not trying to push against you, but I'm just telling you what the reality is. You know, some people say, "Ah, oh, well, you're just getting in my business, or you know, you're just you're just being nosy or whatever case." And it, and actually, it's not. There is some people who have a genuine concern for Correct. your well being. Mm-hmm. And so, I guess you know the, the breakdown that defensive mechanism, mm-hmm. you know, against another person. So I, you know, my thing is, you know. I know you have a problem because I see something different, and I want to give you all the help that I possibly can, but I don't want to get you upset where you won't talk to me. You know, because that's that's another bad thing. Because mm-hmm. if you 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 close up again, right. then you can't. You know, that person's unreachable. So you know, that's why. And I know this may be a tough question <laughs> to ask, and I understand that. But this is a reality that you know mm-hmm. you guys see this in the community for sure. It is definitely a reality, but you can't. You know, I mean, you can't make a person tell you what's really going on with them, mm-hmm. and they they are gonna pull up the walls um, if you keep. Pro- Probing, mm-hmm. keep for they feel like they're being forced mm-hmm. to tell you something that they're not really ready to tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that doesn't mean to back off of it. Mm-hmm. You might want to kind of soften the conversation a little bit mm-hmm. to to build a uh, to, you know get them engaged in the conversation, mm-hmm. and and so they can feel that there's somebody on the other side of this desk. Uh, that's really concerned about me and I really need to open up and let them know what's really going on with me. Mm-hmm. It is a crucial conversation. It is. It's it, very it's crucial. Very, it's very crucial because, you I mean, you know, we all know somebody, you know, we know people we saw, man, that person just crazy. And, it, mm-hmm. it is, mm-hmm. and it's just, mm-hmm. you know, it's just one of those things, you know, they talk foolish or something like that. Mm-hmm. But then we know some people that say that person is crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's something not really, really well with them. And so, you know, you want to try to do whatever you can. And, and particularly if it's a family member, mm-hmm. you know, those are real hard to deal mm-hmm. with. Or even um, a change in the pandemic. Right. You notice behaviors exactly. are not what you had seen before right you know whether you think you don't know if it's temporary or not and so you know as professionals in the, in, in mental health and, and and again just not trying to harp on it i'm just trying to let you know everybody know that hey it, it, mental health is very important now we talk about physical everybody's the, the dieting and, and exercise and that's all great and that's good mm-hmm. but that mental aspect is important too and sometimes we just we don't know when we're outside looking at the person, mm-hmm. we don't know how. Now, we can say, how do we get ourselves fit physically? Well, we know we need to change our diet. We know that uh, we need to watch what we eat. We know we we need to get more exercise. We know what to do there. But when we're dealing with a person with mental illness, mm. we're like, uh, so how do you know. so how if we're working out physically and we're eating that's external, mm-hmm. you know how do you activate and continue to balance internally? What's the internal workout for mental health? What what are your pointers? Well, and I want to I'm I'm, I'm going to answer that question, but I wanted to piggyback off of something that you just said. Okay, uh, you talked about the the uh, the difficulty in having a conversation around mental illness. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the reasons for that is 
It's not normalized in mm-hmm. our communities, in our neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. It's not normalized in our churches, it's in our businesses. Uh, what I mean by that is it should be normal for a church to have a, a mental health month or a mental health day. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. inside of those homes, conversations mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. what we do daily to keep good mental health mm-hmm. uh, should be normal. So when there's a deviation from that, we can say, ah, we know that when this is happening, that's not healthy. Mm-hmm. But we all understand what healthy is like. So the, then we can operate from a position of support. Mm-hmm. Um, but one, let's just talk about um, really getting to um, – Getting like we would check up on our bodies. Mm. There's nothing wrong with checking in with a counselor from time to time mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, I just want to sit down and talk to somebody," and let them look at our minds and make sure that our minds are or okay. It, I guess to go a little further than that, Doctor Butler said, you, "You know, sit down and talk to a person in your own home yeah. and say, hey, what's going on? Yeah. How's everything? You know, mm-hmm. get ourselves involved right. and say, hey, what's how's school going? Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, who, how your friends doing? You know, mm-hmm. get them involved in it and find out what's going on, and then you know, being able to detect." that there's something not quite right with mm-hmm. some of the conversation mm-hmm. and right. that's when you, mm-hmm. you make mention and now you know listen I'm no psychologist or psychiatrist right. but no such <laughs> imagination right. but it's a little difficult right. for you mm-hmm. that's when we need to start talking to people like right. yourself mm-hmm. right. Right. Mm-hmm. no no it's absolutely right and um and and so I think the the education component us educating ourselves on how we work is important mm-hmm. if I was to tell people to like if we went to the doctor and the doctor would ask these questions like and these questions would dictate my health they would give me like a prognosis if I was to do that for somebody with their mind I would tell them to investigate five areas mm-hmm. like so why just say four say um your will your emotions your imagination your intellect mm-hmm. like your ability to take care of those things yourself and your ability to help other people. Mm -hmm. That's what we're looking at. If you lose your ability to start taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. and you lose your ability to start taking care of other people by the way that you think, Mm -hmm. um, that's probably an indication that we need to be checking on something mentally. But the adverse is true. Like my ability Mm -hmm. to take care of myself, like how I've learned to do that cognitively Mm -hmm. and I'm improving and that means that I'm improving my mental health. Mm -hmm. If I'm losing that capacity, you know, um, maybe I'm losing my memory or I'm losing my emotions around parenting my kid the things that weren't that big of a deal now I find myself acting out violently or with aggression mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. those are checks that something may be going on mentally now you me. said four can you rewind what were the four yeah so um, my will my imagination my emotions um, and intellect and my mm-hmm. intellect mm-hmm. okay yeah nice yeah yeah. Real important stuff. I mean, again, because, you know, unfortunately in our community, we just, we shy away from it. We do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll we'll see somebody on the street that we know and we're like, oh, man, you know, he just, he's been like that all his life. Right. There's something there that uh-huh. that mm-hmm. person probably could use some help with. And sure. maybe there could be a change. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, there's some folks who actually may need some medicine. I understand yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But then there's some people who just probably just need to talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got some stuff on their mind and they just need to get it off and um, I know for us it's kind of difficult for us to step out and do that um, and say because one you know we don't want to cause any conflict because <laughs> you know how we are <laughs> and then you know we ha- there's some shame in it because we're saying hey you know um I see you got some issues, and yet we have our own issues. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or that means there's something wrong with me. There's something right. wrong with me, right? right. Mm-hmm. So. so if we're talking resources, um, what are some that you would recommend as ways and means to connect? If, if, I'm, if I need help or if I'm going to support someone in needing help, phone numbers, websites, 
alliances and beyond. Oh, go ahead. So, um, <laughs> one, I, I would just check in your local community. There's some outstanding African American uh, counselors, people of color, um, in your local community that you could check into. Uh, what I do love about the, the the web is that there's a bunch of information out there. Uh, Namey N org um, is a prominent one. Um, our own um, website uh, for social workers, National Association of Black Social Workers, NABSW.org. You can find information um, to be able to help you as well. There's a host of other information. There's great authors out out there, African-American authors, who've written on how to help um, uh, African-Americans with their mental health from a communal perspective because we are communal people, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And and really, I think the um, the um, the foundation of that is reclaiming our villages through compassion because mm-hmm. that's what's missing most of the time that's why mm-hmm. you can walk by people and not and not be bothered by their mental health condition their mm-hmm. compassion in there mm-hmm. so i just name a couple of those and to add to that even in our own community here we have what you call community health core mm-hmm. on the texas side and then on the arkansas side we have southwest center mhmr and then we would also like to share with our listeners, audience, the number for our the suicide line. God knows we need that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That number and, uh, for our listening audience as well. Because if you have to have that conversation, you will be able to call and talk to somebody. If you don't want to talk to somebody you know, in your family or mm-hmm. somebody local. Uh, you will be able to call the 1-800 number of the uh, um, the suicide hotline is 1-800-273-8255. Mm-hmm. 1-800-273-8255. That's the suicide line. Uh, and I encourage, encourage our listening audience, if you're uh, to the point that you're feeling like you want to take your life or harm yourself, I highly recommend that you call that 1-800 number and have that crucial conversation with a counselor on the other end of that line of that phone call mm-hmm. and that you can get the help that you need immediately. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to have that conversation, go to the local um, ER in your community, and they have people that can come in and evaluate you for services that you need. You might need inpatient. Mm -hmm. You may need outpatient. They'll determine that by uh, the risk values that are identified during the assessment period. So please, please, please call that number. Thank you for that. Yes, Yes. please. And and so, and also, I wanted to add for those of you all who may have family members or friends, excuse me, who you who you may feel may be threatening their own life. Please don't be silent. Mm. Don't be quiet. Don't ignore it. Right. Uh, Eighty percent of the people who committed suicide were were asked in their own lives. Right. Right. So when Mm -hmm. people start giving away prized possessions out of the blue yes you know be on alarm right people go into isolation Mm -hmm. they start writing letters they talk about what life would be like without them being here please pay attention to that that those are cries for help yes and we see uh between ages of 24 and 36 in the african-american community Mm -hmm. that numbers for suicide is going up 20 percent 20 percent in 24 months yes Mm. so please please say something if you don't say something to them get somebody involved who can help 
So that means if you see something, say you something. See something, Please. say something. Please. Immediately, not Please. later, but immediately. Yeah. This is very urgent. Important. Very is important. Urgent. Very important. All right. Well, we thank you all so much for coming in. Um, if we could have you more frequent, I mean, this is a highly needed, um, alarming situation it that is. we have yes. that's going on in communities um, and we don't want the grass fire to continue mm. we want to be able to maintain and uh, flourish as a people particularly in the African American community yes. thank you again so much for coming in and we will have you back absolutely soon. yes thank you guys alright when we come back from the commercial break reflect connect and thrive Texarkana College will be with us we'll be right back with more of the Sunday show with Lemoya Burks and Mark White brought to you by State Farm Agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOY. Here are your Sonic Patty Melts. Enjoy your Sonic. Texas toast. 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 The Patty Melt is back. Enjoy 100% pure seasoned beef, melty American cheese, grilled onions, and thick Texas toast. The Sonic Patty Melt, $3.99 for a limited time at Sonic. Try one half price in the app. Exclusions apply. See app for details. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Transform your thinking. Transform your life. Transform your destiny at Transformation Center International in Texarkana. If you've ever wondered why you're here, what your purpose in life is, or who you really are, discover the answers and enjoy life as it is meant to be lived. Transformation Center International is your life center. Join Apostle Dennis Cook as he guides you through God's Word to uncover the message that God wants to give to you every week. You discover valuable lessons and insights to help you find more fulfillment in the journey of life. Hear from Apostle Dennis Cook each week at Transformation Center International, Sunday mornings at 9, Wednesday evenings at 7, and on the first Sunday evening of every month, come to the Empowerment Service at 6.30. Transformation Center International, your life center, where you'll find life and life more abundantly. It's at 1111 Hazel Street in Texarkana, Texas. Call 903-280-1051. You need insurance for your car, your home, and even your life. You could spend all day doing it yourself, and you may not get it right. Or with a professional insurance agent. We give you choices, and you decide. Go with a pro right here in town. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry, and I would love to be your good neighbor. Visit us on Kings Highway in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness, or call us at 903-831-2000.